Alright, welcome, welcome, welcome. You are now tuned into the I Am Set Apart podcast, and I am your host, Daryl Dixon Jr. Uh, forgive the sound in the background, I am driving right now. Um, and that's one of the awesome things about mobile phones and apps. You can do this on the go. And I do have some special guests with me, but they're going to try to do their best to be quiet in the background. But Faith, say hi. Hi. Hannah, say hi. Hi. Ian, say hi. Hi. So, um, real quick shout out to my, uh, one of the teens at the church. Well, not so much a teen, but one of the teens at the church. Her name is, um, Janae Cephas. Um... She had posted to one of our group chats, which we have for the church, a teaching on uh, a teaching by Stephen uh, Futrin. I hope I said his name right. Uh, I think he's a pastor of, I want to say Elevation Church. Don't quote me on that. But um, the title of his sermon was, um, I'm Still Scared. Very, very awesome. very awesome word and I just I just wanted to touch on it a little bit for those who uh, during this time you know it's it's uncertain uh, there's a lot of conspiracy theorists out there it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of stuff a lot of fluff but um, I think if anything what's very very important if not the most important thing that we can set our eyes and our mind on uh, God and what whatever it is that he's doing or however he's uh, what's the word I'm looking for however he's working out the situations that be in his favor you know um, the best way I can describe this is the story of Job. For those who do not know it or are not familiar with it, Job was one of the, if not the richest men in the East during his time. Sort of like a foreshadow to how Solomon was the richest king of his time, but Job was the richest uh, man in the East during his time. He was an upright, a righteous man, a man that pleased God. And, uh, I'm not going to get into all the particulars, but the story goes like this. The sons of God, along with Satan, approach the throne of God. And God said, you know, Satan, you know, what are you doing? He says, I'm going, you know, I've been about roaming the earth, going to and fro. And God says, have you considered my servant Job? He's an upright man and uh, he's done what's pleasing in my sight. And Satan replied, well, Job is grateful for all the things he had. Job serves you primarily because of the money, the stuff, the status, the title, the prestige, the notoriety. Touch those things and I guarantee you he'll curse you to your face. And so God allowed Satan to touch his things. So as the story goes, there came a, a, a thing, a band, of ra- a band of raiders came and took all of his stuff. A storm came, 
killed all his kids. He had uh, sons and daughters. And he had nothing left in, in terms of material possessions. For a second time, the sons of God and Satan comes to the throne. God says, Satan, what have you been doing? He says, I've been roaming about in the earth, going to and fro. For a second time, God says, have you considered my servant Job? He has not uh, cursed me. He, he's, he's upright in my eyes and he has not uh, sinned in his heart against me. And Satan said, skin for skin. I guarantee if you touch his body, he'll curse you to your face. So once again, God allowed Satan permission to touch his body, but not his life. And so therefore, Job was stricken with boils all over his body. Fast forward to the end of the story. Um, after all of his friends tried to explain, justify, give a reason for the uh, uh, the case as to why Job was in the situation he, he was in, all of them were wrong. All of them assumed there was something bad, some kind of sin, something he did in his life to uh, bring upon him the disaster and the calamities that that claimed his his possessions and his family, except for him and his wife. And they were all wrong. And it was only because uh, it was only by the prayers of Job would God accept forgiveness for his friends misjudging him. Now, the point of the story is Job had no idea that he was being recommended. He had no idea he was being recommended. He had no idea what was going on. He had the slightest clue as to why this came out of the blue because in that story it said that he had uh, offered up sacrifices on behalf of his kids for fear that they've sinned in their heart against God. I mean, this man was on it, you know? But God in his sovereignty had a different purpose for why he allowed this thing to happen in Job's life. And so what am I getting at? We haven't the slightest clue as to the mind and the purposes of God. We don't know why this thing came about, at least most of us. To be honest, it doesn't necessarily matter what we do know. What we should know is that God is in control, whether you are a person listening to this that has suffered or is suffering from this virus, a person who is suffering the loss of a loved one from this virus, or the person who has suffered the loss from just life itself in the many uh, infirmities and diseases and unforeseen circumstances that comes along with it. And Stephen Fiertrix, uh, uh one of his points to his sermon was that, you know, when when you have people, Christians in particular, when they say things like, you know, uh, uh, you know, God, you know, uh, uh, God is 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 going to. Um, I can't remember the exact thing he said, but it was along the lines of Christians saying things like. This is God's judgment. And so he used the example of, okay, so you're saying that to a person who just lost their mother that they're being judged by God because of this disease. And let me add a little, uh, let me put a little, put a little uh, side on that, you know, little, little, little addition to it. 
if God were truly to judge this earth right now, trust me, we wouldn't be here uh, recording no podcast, driving no cars, working no jobs. I mean, you think this is a, a, a speck of dust compared to if God's true judgment swept through the face of this earth. I mean, it wouldn't be, we couldn't report it fast enough. We wouldn't know what's happening. And so to Stephen uh, Futrick's point is the fact that people need to be people and let God be God. Don't, they, he, he was alluding to Christians speaking on behalf and trying to explain something that God might be doing or that he might be issuing or might be declaring and not really knowing what in the heck is going on. And so I I, I said, you know what? I, you know, I, I, I said to myself, you know, this man has a, a great point. I mean, how many times have uh, a, a loved one passed away and died and then you get somebody that comes along that's religious to say, oh, God just added one more angel to his... Uh, his 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 army. How many times did did uh you hear somebody suffer some kind of unfortunate or unforeseen circumstance that says, well, you know, God's got it. Just trust in the Lord. And had no power, no sympathy, no empathy. The words are just vain. They're just empty. It was just something to say. And, it, 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 and, and, the, and the thought is like you, you would just have been, you would have been better off just not saying anything. Like why, why think, why why try this vain attempt in trying to console when it's like how how uh, how can you heal me if you can't feel me? A famous, well-known quote by our very own apostle Tawan Deceivers. How can you heal me if you can't feel me? And I and I very much agree and understand that some people just need to be quiet and not say anything if you're not being led by any kind of discernment led by God in any kind of way how can you dare speak on a situation where one that person didn't ask for your advice or your or your, your comfort or your consultant they didn't ask you what's going on why is this happening you just felt the need to interject and give your two cents which in fact may have made them feel even worse and therefore not want you around their company you know what I'm saying and so during this time I mean there's a lot of theories out there there's a lot of people uh, I would say businesses and people people and businesses trying to take advantage capitalize you know trying to uh get some kind of monetary gain you know it's I was talking about this with with uh, my wife and it's a sad thing when every time some kind of crisis hits businesses for the most part want to raise the prices on goods and that's evil because God says he hates unjust scales remember those times where there were uh, some kind of issue or some situation going on in the Middle East and all of a sudden the gas prices rose during the summer or that time where it was a crazy tornado I think it ran through the Northeast Corridor and 
people were running for flashlights and water and, and, and all the, the essentials. And people were, you would hear dollar stores selling flashlights for $15, gallon of water for $10, like just evil. I, I, I salute and speak a blessing to the businesses that have been handing out uh, free meals and putting together care packages for this, the elderly and those who, who are suffering at this time because that's the kind of stuff God looks on and he'll bless. Not the people, not the corporations that look at it as a time to monetize and, and, and exploit people that have lost their jobs, that are in need. Man, as a matter of fact, I just drove by Walmart. I've never seen that parking lot so full. I mean, and we're in those times, man, where you walk in these stores and them shelves are bare. And I could think back a couple years ago when I was walking through Walmart and I was like, Lord, bless you. Bless you because I'm in a land where I'm blessed. I'm in a land of plenty. I'm in a land where I can look down 39 aisles and see food, endless aisles of food, drink, canned goods, perishable items, napkins, dog food, electronics, something that was so prevalent and abundant a year ago is now turned into something that's almost nearly depleted and, and an essential, you know, resource that, that is running out. And so during this time, man, you know, I just, again, I wanted to thank Janae for sending that because it's kind of just sparked, uh, uh, it just kind of sparked the conversation that I, you know, had with God and just, you know, with various other people. You know, if we are to do anything, he says to humble ourselves and pray and seek our, seek his face and turn from our wicked ways. Then he'll hear from heaven and forgive us of our sins and heal the land. Be honest, this is one of them situations where you want God to intervene and, and, and drop that 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 creative idea in the person who will come up with the vaccine you know drop that creative idea in the individual uh who who can who, who, who comes up with a way to to uh stretch the resources that are right now scarce almost because i think i could be wrong but i, I think i'm right but 90% of the food that we that that's probably not I me mean, maybe 80% of the food that's made in the US of A is imported is imported from other countries I'm no economical ex, I'm not I'm no uh economist expert if that's the right word if I said it the right way but um truth be told a lot of stuff that's made here or a lot of stuff I should say we get here isn't made from here. And seeing as how, you know, they're monitoring the amount of trucks that come in now and, and just things have been turned upside down just that quick. And so right now, man, as my pastor, you know, said earlier, you know, she, she texts to all of her congregation to limit the amount of social media and news and, and just the stuff we uh, digest that's going through the airways right now because there's so many theories out there that don't nobody really know what's happening but God. And so who better to get the news from than from him? And how else can we get it than we get before him on our knees and pray? And so again, 
I encourage those out there listening to this, man, focus on what counts right now. There's no amount of news out there that's going to explain or make us feel better, especially those who, who have the virus right now or those who suffered a loss of a loved one to the virus and can't even properly bury them. Let's stay continually in prayer. And as I always like to end off, uh, Father God, um, you said your words will not return to you void, but will accomplish for what you sent and the prosper the thing you sent it to. And you said, Lord, blessed are those uh, who trust in the Lord for, you know, you are our refuge. And I pray, Lord, that the focus is on the right thing and not the wrong things. I pray that those who are grieving and mourning at this time, Father, that you give them a supernatural peace, a supernatural comfort, just a supernatural kind of love, Father, that it will come through through the people around them. I'm praying that a, 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 a spirit of love is, is flooding neighborhoods. And though we are practicing social distancing, Lord, uh, Lord, I thank you for many of us still having our humanity intact. That we're not out here fending for ourselves, that it's not totally, total chaos and survival of the fittest where we're just, you know, going crazy because of what's going on. But thank you, Father, because should you remove grace, should you take your hand entirely off of us just for one second, Lord, because a day is a as as a thousand years and a thousand years is one day to you. We have we could not imagine or fathom what will fall upon this earth, Father. But I thank you that you haven't. I thank you that you're still allowing us to be able to work and provide and, and that there are organizations and missionaries out there that are providing for those who, who are affected by this pandemic as well, Lord. I pray the peace that surpasses all understanding through all our, uh, all households and a blessing upon you all. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, amen. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, this is the Dixon Crew, a.k.a. the Sado Crew. Um, and um, please subscribe, share, comment. If you know somebody that can use an encouraging word, man, please push this to them free of charge. All it takes is a click of the button. So I'm signing off. Everybody say bye.